Hello and welcome to Tech Champagne, a wealth expansion podcast designed to help you turn simple ideas into major impact and big revenue. I'm Elisa Wilcox, and I've spent the last 11 years helping women entrepreneurs build six and seven figure businesses with simple systems and automation. I'm here to guide you and give you my exact strategies for money, marketing, and automated business growth so you can create the life and business you truly desire. The income level you really want is well within your reach. Let's do this together. Hello and welcome back to Tech Champagne. My name is Elisa Wilcox, your host. And today we're talking about burnout. This is one of my very favorite topics, mainly because I used to experience burnout regularly the first few years of my business before I figured some things out. And so I really like to share how I figured some things out with you guys so that you don't have to make the same mistakes that I did. So here we go. Uh, when I first started my business, I started as a social media manager here in Santa Barbara for bars, restaurants, and gyms. And my thought was, I'm going to choose these businesses because they have lots of images, right? There's always fun pictures of food and drinks, people having a good time, people working out. They're really image heavy industries. So that's why I chose to target those kinds of businesses. And it was really, really fun, but I made a lot of mistakes those first few years of my business. I was burnt out a lot. I was on my phone all the time. I was at events. I remember being at a friend's wedding and I excused myself to go to the restroom so that I could post on social media for a client. Oh no, no more of that. (laughs) We don't do any of that anymore. So I'm going to share five tips for you today for avoiding burnout. I really want you to avoid burnout, especially going into the holidays. You know, we've got Black Friday coming up, which can be a barrage of emails and promotion and marketing and creating, and it can feel really heavy. And I want the holidays to feel light for you. I want you to be able to enjoy time with your family, not looking at your email, not looking at your Voxer, not checking your social medias for all the things you're supposed to post. I don't want you to have to excuse yourself to go to the restroom to post on your Instagram. (laughs) When you're sitting in a group of people, I don't want that for you. So I'm going to give you five tips that I highly, highly recommend that I share all the time with my one-on-one clients and my mastermind clients. And I think they're really, really important. Okay. Number one, boundaries. You got to have boundaries. We are not available to our clients 24 seven. If you create that sort of relationship, you will regret it. You will absolutely regret it. And one reason why people don't have boundaries and make themselves uber available to their clients can be because it makes you feel good, right? It makes you feel good to be needed. It makes you feel good to be able to answer someone's questions. It makes you feel good to, you know, be valuable to someone else, but you can't have that sort of relationship with five, 10, 15, 20 clients. It's just not possible. It will affect your health. It'll affect your mental well-being, and it's just bad all around. So we got to have these boundaries. So what do those boundaries look like? They're different for everyone. Here, what my boundaries look like. So I have one-on-one clients that I have Voxer communication with during the week. So my contract says I'm available nine to five, Monday through Friday. It also says that I check my Voxer once a day. It also says I check my email once a day. I don't love email as a primary form of communication. Uh, we just get so many emails and they can get lost in the shuffle. So I prefer Voxer and I just like it. So you got to go with whatever system that you like. 
but it's important to not be available eight hours a day, 40 hours a week to your clients. That is the complete opposite reason of why we are creating our own businesses, right? We don't want to be working 40 hours a week and it also will interrupt the other work that you're doing. So having these boundaries is super, super important. So my boundaries, I'm available Monday through Friday from nine to five. That is it. Do I send messages later than five o'clock? I do. Yeah. Cause I love my clients. I love what I do. It doesn't happen very often and it's not expected because it's outlined in my contract. So if that's something that you need to bring in the reins on a little bit, that is okay. So in that schedule, Monday through Friday, nine to five, I have even more boundaries in there. So I do meetings with my one-on-one clients only on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, between 10 and two. That is it. That's the window. Do I do meetings outside of those windows? Yeah, sometimes, sometimes I love my clients, like I said, and sometimes, you know, we have meetings or, or vacations or family stuff going on. So I do have some flexibility, but the standard schedule is a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday from 10 to two. That's a standard weekly window for one-on-one client meetings. In addition to that, I don't do client meetings the fourth week of every month, the last week of every month. I don't do meetings at all. So what that does is it gives both parties some breathing room, right? Because clients likely have some things to catch up on. Maybe they have some tasks from your last meeting that didn't quite get done, or maybe you're helping them with big projects. It gives you a little breather for you to catch up as well. So I love taking that last week off uh, from client meetings. It also allows me to schedule my travel in that window without having to move around the client meetings that are on the schedule. So think about that. If you have meetings every week, and I did this for years, if you have a trip come up, if you have an opportunity to go somewhere, you've got to spend some time moving clients around It's a lot of communication. It's a lot of back and forth. It's probably annoying to them. It's annoying to you. It just creates a lot of like sticky, annoying energy because you're just trying to live your life, right? So a good way to avoid that, keep everybody on a schedule is for you to just take the last week of the month off and schedule your your travel during that time. Obviously, if you're going to take more than a week off, two weeks, three weeks, whatever, it's all good you can give your clients some notice, but you don't want that to be the norm every month where you're trying to move people around. Just take a week off, take the last week off. Okay. So, um, so then you might ask in that boundary, you know, having this schedule with these certain windows, what do I do with the other days of the week? What do I do on Mondays and Fridays? Okay. Here's what I do on Mondays and Fridays. Mondays are for me. Mondays are for me and my business, my well being, my mental health, um, all the things that create the foundation for me to be able to operate this business on the level that I want to. So on Mondays, there's a couple of things that happen for me. I work out with a personal trainer in the mornings on Mondays. My fiance and I go to couples therapy every other Monday, like clockwork. Um, I have a meeting with my assistant on Mondays so we can talk about the week and last week and what's coming up and all that good stuff. So it's a very foundational day for me. Um, I'm also bringing an OBM into my business really soon. So Mondays are going to be for the OBM as well. So Mondays are a planning self-care foundation building day for me. So that is the reason why I don't do client meetings on Mondays. And honestly, my clients don't love doing meetings on Mondays anyway. Sometimes people want to ease into the week and I am here for that. So you can call Mondays, whatever you want. You can call it your CEO day. You can call it your admin day. You can call it whatever you like. It's totally up to you. But for me, Mondays are for me and my business and the foundation, my self-care, mental health, all those things. And then Fridays, what do I do on Fridays? Not a lot. 
<laughs> not a whole lot. Um, Fridays are relaxation days for me. Sometimes there's stuff going into the weekend. I like to tie up loose ends from the week on Fridays. Um, I'm going to be very honest. Friday mornings are for me and my dog. If we're not out for a long walk, we are cuddled on the couch watching Grey's Anatomy <laughs> on Friday mornings. Um, Friday mornings are for a cup of tea and puppy cuddles and tying up loose ends from the week. So that's how I like to run my week. So the boundaries are Monday through Friday, nine to five. I check my boxer once a day, check my email once a day. I have Mondays are for me. You can call it your admin day or your CEO day. Totally up to you. Fridays are kind of an ease out of the week <laughs> sort of day. And that's really how I like to run my, my weeks. Um, and the last week of every month is off, certainly. And in addition to that, I only take five one-on-one clients at a time. And could I take more than that? Absolutely. Absolutely. But I don't. I think one time I took six and I just felt like it was really off balance. Um, because here's what happens. Your clients, they have a lot going on, right? So I teach people how to build their businesses. A lot of my clients come to me brand new. So it's from the ground up. So we're doing their website. We're creating sales funnels. Um, we're creating all this automation that you need in your business. And that takes a lot of technology. So I live and breathe technology. I'm setting up systems for my clients, but a lot of my clients want to understand what's happening. So there's a lot of communication. So capping it at five at a time really helps us stay in balance. It helps with the availability. I can be available to them, responsive to them without being burnt out. And they know that they're not one of 20. I, I'm super upfront. I only take five at a time. So would you like to take the last spot? Yes, great. Let's do it. So those are the boundaries that I have in place to kind of help me create that balance. Okay, so that was number one of five. So that was boundaries. Number two, time off. You have to, have to, have to have time off. And I always say because just because you can work anywhere you want to doesn't mean you should work everywhere you are. Meaning if you're taking time off and you want to spend the day at a fancy hotel or you want to take a weekend or you want to go away with your honey or you want to take your puppy on an adventure, it doesn't mean you have to be working while you're there. You can, you certainly can, but you don't have to be. So if you're feeling burnt out and you need a little time for you, schedule it in. Your clients will understand. Taking time off is vital for you to be happy, balanced, thriving so that you can support your clients. It's super, super important. Taking time off is a must. So next we have hiring. This is something that a lot of people wait to do. I waited way too long to do this. I am the first person to say, oh, I waited too long. I waited way too long. So I hired my first assistant. I don't know. What are we now? A year and a half ago, I had had team members here and there, like project-based team members, like a website designer and graphics designer. And I had an OBM for a three-month contract, things like that. But I had never hired anybody long-term. So because of that, things were not getting done. When you hire someone, it might feel a little sticky at first. You might feel like, oh gosh, now I have overhead, right? Because as an online business, the overhead is super minimal. It's like your website and your email marketing and a few apps. And that's kind of it. For years, I ran my business, you know, bringing in in the very beginning, I don't know, a few thousand a month, maybe 5,000 a month, spending 700 a month on my system. That was it. That was the only cost that I had. And I liked it. And then as I progressed and created more courses and social media um, was growing, 
and all of these things had to start happening. I needed assistance. I needed help. So I hired a part-time assistant for 20 hours a month. It doesn't have to be a huge expense or a huge time commitment. If you have the desire to have some help, hire somebody for 10 hours a month, five hours a month. It's totally up to you. So I hired her for 20 hours a month and it was a game changer. Oh my gosh. And I know you're listening to this because part of what you do for me is writing show notes for the podcast, but it was a game changer. Oh God, it made my life so much easier. It made me so happy. My clients were happier. My podcast is running. This podcast would not exist without her. Um, Let's be honest. Um, To run an online business, you don't have to be great at everything. I'm not great at everything. I don't really think anybody is, but I'm also a Pisces, which means, and I know there's human design stuff in there too. I'm not highly highly informed on human design. Um, but I think I'm a manifesting generator. I know I'm going to get comments and <laughs> some messages about this. Is that right? Everybody in human design land. Is that right? Anyway, my understanding of those factors is that I create a lot of ideas and I'm a creative person and I get really excited about things. And then the execution, sometimes like the little nuts and bolts, the details sometimes fall by the wayside. So my assistant does all the things that I'm not good at. And she's phenomenal. Oh, she's so detail oriented. And it just was a huge game changer. Um, I launched this podcast where I think right after I hired her and I truly, truly believe it wouldn't exist without her because I record it. She takes it and does all the rest with it. So hiring, I wasn't ready to hire her. I never felt, I didn't feel ready to hire someone. I just knew that I wouldn't be able to grow without it. So the year before I hired her, uh, the difference in income between the year before I hired her and the first full year I had with her, the increase in income, I think was 85%. It was a huge, massive, massive difference. Um, there's a lot of factors in there, but I can guarantee most of that was because of her support. <laughs> She's wonderful. So hire people. Don't spend time on Canva creating your own graphics. If it's not your jam. It is not my jam. It'll take me forever and I won't like the end result anyway. So stop doing that. Hire people that do the things you need to have done. Just do it. I kid you not. It will make your life easier and we'll bring you more money. And that's why we're in business, right? We're creating the life that we want, which requires the financial support that we want. So hire the people before you're ready. Um, okay. So those are some tricks for avoiding burnout. Number one, boundaries. Number two, taking time off. Number three, hiring before you're ready. Number four, four of five, create a product suite, create a full product suite. So if you're always creating new products, new courses, new programs, new PDFs, new video trainings, all of that, you're going to burn out quickly. If you're always chasing the next offer and creating a new offer every month, every week, every quarter, you're going to burn out. All you have to do is create one full product suite and just relaunch those products over and over and over again. That's it. I have a program called the Tech Academy. I talk about it here on Tech Champagne pretty often, and it teaches you how to create a sales funnel from start to finish, an automated sales funnel to launch any offer, any offer that you want. I launched this program and I've probably launched it. I don't know maybe five or six times in the last few years. Um, it does really well. It makes me happy. I created it one time and I think there's 75 people in it or something like that right now. Um, 
it's a phenomenal program. I love it. But if I was always creating a new program every month, I would burn out quickly. So I have a full product suite. So I do one-on-one coaching. I have a VIP mastermind that I love. I have two courses that I sell and I also do live events. And those things kind of funnel to each other. So people that are in one offer end up in another. So that helps you avoid burnout because you have structure in place and your clients can move from one offer to the other seamlessly. We don't want you on the hustle all the time, always selling, not knowing when money's coming in or how much is coming in. Just have a system in place where you're moving people from one offer to another. That's it. That's it. It's pretty simple. Okay. My last tip here for avoiding burnout If you know me and you listen to this podcast, you probably know what it's going to be. Create automation. Oh, I am an OG tech nerd. I love all things automation in your business. It will bring clients right to you. So if you don't have any automation set up in your business right now, please send me a message. Please, please, please send me a message. I likely have space for you in one of my containers so that we can get this underway for you because it's, it's, it's time. It's time. And by automation, I mean, have a free offering. It could be a PDF or a free content event. Maybe it's a free training, like a Facebook live, something like that, that then people sign up for, they get into your email list. And that email sequence that I help you write will sell all the other offers for you. So it's pretty simple. You just have to have an event so people can sign up. And once they sign up, they will then receive emails for your other offers. And we have some really fun sales strategies ready to go in these automated emails. So, and then you have automated payment processor that automatically brings money into your bank account. It's really not difficult. It's not difficult. What I hear a lot from people about automation and sales funnels is that they find it to be overwhelming. They don't know where to start. It's confusing. Of course it is because it's not your area of expertise and that's okay. I'm not going to design a website (laughs) if it's not my area of expertise. Can I do it? Yes. Have I done it? Absolutely. But It's not my area of expertise. So make sure that the automation that you need for your business is in place. Okay. And here's a bonus trick for avoiding burnout. Here's a bonus for you. Say no. Say no. When you say no to projects or possible clients or meetings or any of that, that just don't align with what you're trying to create, it is so empowering And it tells this other person that you mean business, right? In the beginning of my business, it didn't have a lot of money coming in. I was saying yes to everything. I had two social media clients who said, hey, we need new websites. Do you do websites? I said, yep, and I'll figure it out later. (laughs) But that's what you do when you're on the hustle and you're new to business and you're just making things happen, right? You just say yes to everything. So I remember I had two clients sign up for websites. Um, I design websites on Squarespace. It's easy. I like it. It's all good. They were not good websites. They were not good. The clients needed a lot more functionality than I knew how to build. But because I said yes to something I should have said no to, I dug myself a hole. They were frustrated. I couldn't deliver the way that I should have. It was bad. It was bad all around. So now I say no to things that don't feel aligned. I do. If you have a discovery call with someone and it's a weird vibe or... They don't know what they want, or you're not really sure how you can help them. It's okay to say no. It is okay. We don't have to take on all these clients and sign all these, um, you know, people into our, our programs and our courses. If it feels off, you don't have to do that at all. 
the few times that I have not listened to my gut and taken clients anyway, those few times I've always ended up in, in disaster for everyone. <laughs> and I don't give refunds. Um, it says that clearly in my contract and it should in yours as well. And there was a time when I offered a refund because it just was uh, frustrating for both parties and it just was not a good personality match. It just wasn't good. So had I trusted my gut in the beginning and said, no, it would have been a very different uh, outcome. So trust your gut all the time. Trust your gut. <laughs> Saying no creates more time. It creates more balance and it really puts you in your power, which is where you want to be. You want to be in charge of your business and your time and your schedule and your freedom and your money, right? Those things are really, really important. Okay. So just to recap here, five tips for avoiding burnout. Number one, set really clear boundaries. I've given you a list of a lot of the boundaries I have in my business. Number two, schedule time off, like completely disconnected time off. Schedule that. Do it now. (laughs) Number three, hire people before you're ready. Hire people that do the things you need done better than you can do them. Number four, have a full product suite. Having a full product suite allows your clients to move seamlessly from one offer to the other so that you're not burning out, always trying to sell and get new clients. Number five, put automation in your business. Get those sales funnels working for you. It will just make your life so much happier. And then your bonus tip for avoiding burnout, learn how to say no. Trust your gut, say no, you'll feel better. Everybody will be happier and it will create that balance and freedom and Zen that you need to have in your business in order for you to work to the best of your ability. Okay. Thank you so much for being here with me on tech champagne. I do love spending this time with you every week, almost every week. I know there's a couple weeks where we take, we take some time off. (laughs) We schedule some time off. So I'm really looking forward to the holidays. Black Friday is coming up. If you do not have a Black Friday strategy yet for your business, please send me an email, Elisa at elisawilcox.com. I would love to hear from you. Also, please hang out with me on Instagram. We will link that here in the show notes below. And I look forward to spending time with you next week. Okay. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Bye. Thank you for spending your time with me today. I hope this episode brought you exactly what you needed. If you had fun today, be sure to hit the subscribe button or leave me a review. Your support means the world to me and it helps other women entrepreneurs find the show as well. And if you're looking for a free place to connect and learn more about creating your own six-figure online business, check out my Facebook group, Empowered Entrepreneurs. See you on the next episode.